Things Cooks Know is brought to you by the all-new, totally redesigned Hyundai Tucson. Can an SUV be your escape vehicle? You have no idea. The 2016 Tucson, the official pace car of living. Welcome to Things Cooks Know, the weekly podcast where the professional cook, that's Sarah Kay, shares insider advice and secrets that the busy amateur cook, that's me, can use in her own kitchen with her own family. We're excited today to talk about fall baking. Yes. We don't talk enough about baking on this podcast. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to do. You're really good at it. It's Well, you've never had any of my baked goods. Well, so you don't, I, I've you heard can't the actually, rumors. <laughs> you can't actually say that. But the issue with fall baking is that when you think about it, you think about spices, right? Warmth and like fragrant. There has been one spice that has taken over mm-hmm. the fall baking. The fall everything. Fall everything. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's taken over everything. And that, of course, is pumpkin quote-unquote spice. You know, pumpkin bread, fine. Pumpkin-flavored lattes, eh. Pumpkin-flavored Oreos, definitely not. So it's just, it's it's become like an epidemic, and we need to reset, and we need to step back mm-hmm. and talk about actual genuine fall baking with delicious spices, genuine spices that are beyond pumpkin. And we have the perfect guest to do that today. Yes, we're so excited. We have Sam Senevaratna mm-hmm. with us, who has a new cookbook called The New Sugar and Spice. And Sam is also a frequent contributor to realsimple.com. So we love her for many reasons. <laughs> but she's here to broaden our baking perspective a little bit. <laughs> I hope so. To bring us out of pumpkin spice and into the wide world of baking beyond that. So hi, Sam. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. Your book is beautiful. It is. It's so gorgeous. Much. It's gorgeous. <laughs> so like, let's back up a little, I guess. So I would love just to hear, I've eaten things that you've made and you have the magic touch. So I want to know where this started. <laughs> it's not started. just rumor. She's actually yeah, had it's, something it's really, It's really true. So I know you, like me, grew up in suburban Connecticut, mm-hmm. but your family's background is Sri Lankan and you <laughs> spent a lot of time in your childhood sort of going back and forth mm-hmm. too. So how do those two sort of wildly <laughs> divergent things come together in your baking In style? my baking? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, growing up in Connecticut, my mom, bless her heart, she's a wonderful cook, but she's not much of a baker. So we really relied a lot on boxed brownie mixes mm-hmm. and boxed cake mixes. And I got to say, I love, I have a place in my heart <laughs> for that stuff. If it comes from your childhood, it's always yeah, good. Yeah, we were just Even talking about like, this last week, <laughs> yeah. or about the well, taco shells. And, and yeah, yeah, old El Paso taco shells and Stouffer's Delish. frozen dinners. Like, you, you gotta love There's them. a place they have for a that, yeah. Yeah. I think. And I, I feel like box brownies, I've never met a box brownie that I yeah. don't love. So there's <laughs> You're that. You're engineered to be perfectly delicious. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How can you beat that? Uh-huh. So that was Connecticut baking mm-hmm. for me. And then when I went back to Sri Lanka, where my grandparents lived, it was much more organic. It was, you know, they cooked in this open fire, open hearth in the kitchen and gathered spices from the yard, mm-hmm. you know, exotic spices that I had never seen growing. Not, you know, no basil out there. It's right. more like the nutmeg <laughs> trees and this, you know, cardamom pods and things like that. So it was, it would, I sort of saw how things can come from the earth and come into your kitchen in a completely different way. But, you know, both experiences are are definitely valuable. There's a place for both. So when did you start sort of, like, bringing some of those 
aromatics and those so it's like <laughs> indi- when did the, the like box brownie mix merge with the, <laughs> the like, cardamom pod cardamom <laughs> i mean i've done that and yeah. it's good oh, yeah. really <laughs> <laughs> yes you can absolutely do that i don't know cardamom cardamom is hands down my favorite spice yeah. i don't know if it's maybe I'm, just because i have south asian blood but i will, would put cardamom in everything if i could but i i don't know it took a long time it sort mm-hmm. of this project, the Spice Book, sort of evolved as a way to make something that I thought was more compelling. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'm not, I love spices. Sure, I come from a place where spices grow, but it's it's not the only thing yeah. I love. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely a, a beautiful way to sort of introduce new flavors into your baking. Well, I thought it was really interesting. I was like thumbing through the beginning of the book. Uh, and the idea that you bring up about like sugar bombs and I I think you know all of us are hearing so much these days about like sugar is bad sugar will kill you sugar is poison and if you're a baker I mean that's like kind of you kind of want to like plug your ears and not listen to that so this idea that you know how can you find a way forward as a baker like not just you know having this glut of sugar in everything that you do and like that in some sometimes too much sugar can actually be like the enemy of deliciousness. It makes things less tasty. Is that really true? I mean, I think. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, <laughs> it depends if, if you think sugar has a flavor yeah. and is delicious on its right. own. Yeah. <laughs> which I do. Yeah. <laughs> but the but the truth is too much. I mean, too much of a good thing, right? Yeah. Isn't that what they always say? So I mean, it's just like salt too. Mm-hmm. It's sort of. It, I think it could be used more of as of more as an accent, more as a way to bring everything together and a way to enhance the flavor as opposed to being the only flavor. I think there's a way to do both. And I, you know, these are, the book is full of desserts and it's full mm-hmm. of sugar. So it's not, it's not a health yeah. thing necessarily. It's not abstemious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a nutritionist. Yeah. That's not my role. But I think we can, we can create something that has more value, more deliciousness, more you know, can give you, offer you more if you sort of scale back the sugar and think of other ways to enhance it. And spice, spices being one of the main. Spiky, yeah. Spices is spices the way I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. So, and, you know, I think a lot of spices have a sweetness to them. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon sort of has a sweetness. Certain nuts have a sweetness. There is a way to introduce an element of sweetness without more is sugar. there a recipe that you would particularly point to as like being one that comes across as pretty sweet but has a surprisingly like little amount of sugar? Yeah, in it? there's like, um there's a recipe for a sticky toffee date cake. Mm-hmm. And oh, that it looks has, good. I saw that. <laughs> it has apples and dates and ginger in the base of the cake and very little sugar. I think it's only about a quarter cup in wow. the entire cake. So, I mean, once you pour the sticky toffee on top, yeah. right. it's a different story. <laughs> but you could conceivably eat that cake for breakfast right. if you wanted to. And it's very sweet because of the dates and the apples. There's another recipe for date nut cookie pies, Mm -hmm. and that Mm. I put sugar in the dough. The dough is this enriched pastry dough. It has a lot of, it has heavy cream and butter. It's rich and delicious. (laughs) But then the filling is made mostly of dates Mm -hmm. and a little bit of honey. Um, And dates are just so naturally sweet. Dates are a really good way to get natural sugars in there. And it has, as opposed, it's not just sweet. It sort of has a caramelized sweetness, a, Mm -hmm. a, a richer sweetness. So it's more more interesting. Are there some rules for using spices for someone who really doesn't beyond the 
you know, if you're making your own pumpkin pie and you're using your, you know, dried mm-hmm. spices and, and shaking them in there. And, you know, <laughs> I, when I use them, I'm so to the recipe. Like, I'm like one eighth of a teaspoon. I will make sure oh, it's one eighth. I was going to ask this because I was like, is there a, what's your opinion about how much is too much? Because I'm the opposite of you. I like read whatever it says in the recipe and I like and you double, double it. it. Yeah. Well, I, I, sh- I should take the back. <laughs> it like depends you. on what yeah. the spice is. If it's cinnamon, I'm like, Glug, 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 yeah. glug, glug. But if it's anything else that I feel like is a little bit, I, I'm not as sure about, or I don't use a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm very careful because I'm just worried that I'm going to tip it in the wrong direction. I'm like, so more is always better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of with Sarah Kay. I I have a heavy hand when it comes yeah. to spices, but I like things to be strongly flavored. I like a lot of cardamom. I mm-hmm. like it like that. So I mean, it's sort of. You might have to build up to it if you're not used to certain spices. Cinnamon, everybody knows and loves, right, so it's right. easy to add a lot of it. But You don't want to shock the system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've got a train. How about, like, the, a lineup of spices, like if you're stocking? If you're stocking? Yeah. Like, say you're not someone who's really, like, gone far beyond the, the basic, <laughs> you know, cinnamon or the, uh, maybe you have ginger. Maybe. You maybe. Ginger. I don't know. Or allspice. Yeah. <laughs> <Or>, um, <laughs> But you want to kind of like inject some new blood into your spice drawer. What where, should you where buy? Where should you start? I think you should start with cardamom. I know. I know. <laughs> what else am I going to say? Sponsored by cardamom. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. But here's the thing. I think there are some spices that you really need to buy whole mm-hmm. and some spices that you can get away with buying ground. And I think that makes a huge difference. Like cardamom, for example, I always buy either whole or I buy the decorticated Mm-hmm. Black seeds from the center. Decorticated? Yes. That. <laughs> Did I just introduce I've never word? heard that word. So is that basically That's taken out of the pot? They're taken yes, out, exactly. Depoticated. Depoticated. That's a better word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's what I buy for cardamom. But when it comes to like cloves, for example, cloves seem to last forever. Ground mm-hmm. cloves seems to last forever. So that you can totally get away with just buying the ground spice. Nutmeg, you should always buy whole, right? I yeah. think you should yeah. always buy it whole. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> it also, it, it's, it smells so good. Yeah. That grating nutmeg is like just a nice little flourish. A little pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the benefit of spices in general. When you mm-hmm. bake something with spices, your whole house smells amazing. And you, I, I feel calmer and happier mm-hmm. when my house is filled with those smells. So. That's true. Well, we should get into dried spices in a second to talk more about what's in our pantry. But first, a word from our sponsor. Things Cooks Know is brought to you by the 2016 Hyundai Tucson. With striking design and must-have tech, the all-new Tucson is a much-needed wake-up call. A fearless choice, even. A stunning choice among a sea of sameness. In other words, you need this car. Can an SUV help you live in the moment? You have no idea. Go see the redesigned Hyundai Tucson. It's the official pace car of living. So back to dried spices. <laughs> um, well, duh, I guess. Are they all dried? Are they That's all dried? That's actually a question. Yeah. Uh, I, in is the dried book. spices a, you know. <laughs> I use well, fresh vanilla, bay leaves. Well, vanilla beans are n- not They're really sort of dried yeah. in a way. I think the only fresh spice I used, I used ginger mm-hmm. and, and fresh bay leaves. The bay leaves you get in the jar are dried though, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I see. But you can buy them in the produce. Oh, Yes, you can buy them in the produce section oftentimes next to the other clamshells of herbs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Supposedly, I think they might actually be a different variety of of leaf Mm -hmm. than the ones that are dried. 
but I like them just the same. How do you use, I, how do you use them <laughs> in the book? You have um, a savory, are they sweet or savory? I've made them sweet. Mm-hmm. I put them in a rice pudding Ooh. that has mm. just a little bit of lemon. It's nice. It's actually a surprisingly nice combination. That sounds really good. <laughs> okay. I like pudding. I'll take all pudding. <laughs> Are you not a pudding lover? No, I do. Rice pudding is not my fave. Yeah. Text, a textured pudding is not is not as much huh, my fair fave. Fair enough. I like a smooth pudding. I came around on that. I wasn't into it as a kid, but... You're there. Yeah, I'm there now. <laughs> like I said, pudding. So what else in in our... Just to go back to the pantry for one second, like it, for me, for example, the only spices I have in my pantry are the things that when I make a recipe, it calls for it, and I go out to the store, and, and I buy it, it. Yep. and then <laughs> and I forget then I have there. it. So I have, I have about four, you know, and this is savory, but like four paprikas. And But in terms of of spices for baking, like mm-hmm. someone wants like a little arsenal, cardamom, cinnamon, what else do you like really need? Cardamom, cinnamon, nutmegs, clove. That's probably, you could probably, maybe some vanilla. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely vanilla. vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and are you vanilla bean all the way? Or? Uh, there's, I think there's a place, place. for vanilla beans because they're, they're so expensive. So yeah. you really don't want to use them in a place where it's not going to make it. Make Huge a difference. good enough difference. Yeah. But I buy them online, and I buy them in bulk. Oh. And they last. If you keep yeah. them well-wrapped. Really tight, like in an mm-hmm. airtight container. I've had, I had some for like a shockingly long yeah. time. Once. What, do you so put them in like a glass container or like a Tupperware a, or something? I had or mine like in a baggie. dark sealed. It was actually a bag that like tea leaves mm-hmm. came in originally, but it had like a... Um, you know, not a zipper top like a Ziploc bag, but a sealable top like that. And it was dark, so it didn't let light, light. in. And they, you know, a, a, they stayed feeling like really kind of sticky, which is the way you want them to mm-hmm. feel for a long time. Okay. Yeah, they last longer than you think. And then after you keep them, mm-hmm. you can always use the, the pods for other things. Put them yeah. in your sugar, put them in your tea. So. Mm-hmm. There's a way to get a lot of use out of them. And when do you use vanilla pods? Like, when does it count in a recipe? Like, I think it's when you can see them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, like, when vanilla is really, like, the star flavor. Yeah. I think. I mean, puddings. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Those little flecks. Yep, the little flecks. Puddings. I actually, I have a recipe for cookies that I put them in. And I think, you know, you can't see them because they're, they're sort of chocolate chip cookies. But I think they sort of add a deeper essence of vanilla. Yeah. That sort of blends. You know, vanilla is one of those spices that unless it's the star in a custard or something, it's really the supporting sort of underlying flavor. But I think it makes a difference. Let's get contrarian here for a minute. Um, (laughs) It's not not quite Thanksgiving yet. I know. I don't want to rush things for people. But (laughs) when you talk about fall baking, you sort of always end up going back to those kind of iconic things that end up on the holiday table, like pumpkin pie, Apple pie. Apple pie. These are classics for a reason. I mean, people love them. They're great. But say <laughs> you want to shake things up this year. <laughs> make your parents and everybody else mad. Yeah. You, okay. It like, does make people it mad. It makes people so mad. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Maybe you can please everyone. No, you do you one, ba- one, you do one, one yeah, classic basic. and then you go rogue on the other yeah. ones. Yeah. But if you want to be the black sheep, <laughs> right. what are you bringing to the table this year? <laughs> I think... Pears mm-hmm. are a really special fall fruit, and they should have more of a place on the holiday table. I have a recipe for a pear tarte de tem, mm-hmm. and it has anise in the caramel, mm-hmm. which is a is it's a divisive. great divisive. Yes, yeah. I understand right. that. <laughs> <laughs> but
But I think I didn't even like Ennis that much before I started working on this book. And then the more I sort of used it and figured out how to use it effectively. Which is how? Sparingly. (laughs) (laughs) And then with others, you know, with burnt caramel, burnt sugar, that sort of is a really... Ennis has like a little bit of a licorice taste, right? It does. But don't let that dissuade you. I I just had this like fennel seed shortbreads. Mm Mm-hmm. Which have that sort of I think I've eaten and, them from you. Yeah, maybe you did. You I brought had them, them on my the desk office. the other day. <laughs> no, I thought you brought them in. What, what is and I'm like obsessed. <laughs> they were so good. I, you know, even I gave them to a bunch of people. So you may have been one of the people. But even people <laughs> who thought they didn't like that flavor fell for them. So I have a quick question about pears to go to the pear tartar tank. Because I think that sounds delicious. When you, I have a hard time finding any ripe pears ever. They're like hard as a rock. Mm. So if you are making that and you're in the store and the pears are hard, is the baking enough to get them to be okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, in that in that recipe, in a lot of recipes, I call for bosque pears, which mm-hmm. are sort of can Firm. be crispy, and they hold their shape nicely and, and sort of have a good sweetness. And you want that okay. in the tarte tent to Absolutely. actually be able to see the shape of Right, it doesn't, it doesn't turn to like mush. mush. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds really good. <laughs> you also have a pear and chocolate Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. That is surprisingly delicious. Which sounds amazing. <laughs> Although maybe you should, can you tell everyone what a Charlotte typically is and how yours is different? Totally. So uh, I guess it, it you have to make it in a special mold, mm-hmm. right? A Charlotte mold. And it's sort of, sometimes it's lined with bread or, or lady fingers or something. And then there's usually some kind of custardy, puddingy or fruit mm-hmm. mixture. And you sort of pack it in and then chill it. And in my version, I just use a skillet. Because mm-hmm. I looked online, oh, wow. and Charlotte molds are really, really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to buy one. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I made one in a skillet, and it works great. And I actually think that caramelizing the fruit in the skillet first, and then you line it with bread and oh. sort of put it back together that way, adds you know more flavor. So why not? I love that because that is one of these kind of like classic um forms, mm-hmm. you know, but it's kind of updated. And <laughs> well, also, mm-hmm. like a real simple that's all we talk yeah. about is like, how can you reduce the number of pans that you're yeah, eating exactly. with or bowls? Like, how many bowls does this take? Why? I don't want to buy so, a new piece of equipment. Exactly. Like, yeah. Why would I ever buy a new piece of equipment? We, I mean, we balk at tart pans at real simple sometimes. Yeah. So we have some issues. So it's a really good solution. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I don't, I have a lot of kitchen equipment, tons, yeah. way more than any human should really have. But the truth is, I like to. I only buy things that I can use in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And a Charlotte mold, not one of those. No way. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? So, skillet. Back to a skillet. Cool. That's great. Do you have anything else like that where you like? What are the pieces of equipment that you ended up using the most for baking? Oh, I mean, I actually use my tar pans. Yeah, a lot. I can see that. <laughs> and they're so pretty. They're they so make, pretty. They make things pretty effortlessly. So I like that. Okay, well, Sam, thank you so much for coming in. I'm definitely making something from your cookbook. Oh, great. For yeah. the holidays, I'm going to go rogue and get people mad at me. Um, <laughs> but it's really beautiful. And thank it's, it, you. everything sounds delicious. Yeah. And it's you, such everyone a- has to check it out. And also, if you just can't get enough of Sam, you can come to the site. <laughs> and she has a bunch of great no-bake holiday desserts oh, yeah. that are going to be up on the site <laughs> soon. Just That's in good. time for all the holiday season. And, yeah, so many good ideas. Thank so you. thank you. Thank and you thank you me. so much for joining us today for Things Cooks Know. We'd like to thank our producer, Tim Einenkel, and our engineer, Zach Dinerstein. 
If you enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe on iTunes and leave us comments there. We'd love to read them. For a million more great cooking and baking tips and tricks, and for more of Sam's recipes, head to realsimple.com. If you have topics you'd like us to cover next time, you can tweet them to us at Sarah P. Humphreys or at SQ Karn. We'll be back next week.